Episode 43, Mandalorian Armor. to star what the f- the podcast where we talk about the Star Wars universe one useless fact at a time. I'm your host Jason Tagmeyer along with Marty Cobb and our good buddy Alex Strang may or may not be uh, dressed up in some kind of costume and we don't know if he's right next to us. He could be. There's a, there's somebody here but you know it's a very concealing mask. It just doesn't show anything. Nope not at all. Kind of sounds like Alex though. Yeah well he can't be heard over the microphones because of how uh well, buried his voices under it, so... There you go. Yep. Alright, so, um, Mandalorian Armor is our episode for the day. Yes. Now, you would recognize Mandalorian right away from probably two examples that you would know. I can uh, think of Boba Fett. Yes. Jango Fett? Yes, though it might be the same armor. I'm Was, not sure. That wasn't your second one? Who was no, that was the second one. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, I guess the other example would be um, the girl in Star Wars Rebels has a Mandalorian yep, helmet. You're right. Um, we should know her name. Yes, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't uh, have Disney. I don't. It's my excuse. I, Although I could have caught up on they had them online for a it's, while. It's, it's free online still. I think. Okay, time to catch up. But we're too busy rehashing the old crap. Yes. Um, so, we know it's Boba Fett's armor, but can you describe it a little bit better? I think I can. The most recognizable symbol of the Mandalorian culture, Mandalorian armor was a catch-all term for the set of distinctive full-body armors worn by Mandalorian warriors and soldiers throughout galactic history. Known as Beskargam, in the Mandalorian language of Mandoa, uh, a name which meant iron skin when translated into basic, uh, Mandalorian armor was central to the Mandalorian way of life, and wearing an armor was one of the Resnolair, the six tenets that define the Mandalorian culture. Yep, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a long way of saying Boba Fett looked cool, and we decided to make this a whole yeah. a whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of cool that they made it a whole thing, I guess so. I and mean, this, one, this one works as turning it into a whole thing, I it's think. It's varied. There's a ton of different styles of this so that's what makes it cool it's not all just Boba Fett although some of them look like Boba Fett with just like some horns and some weird stuff yeah if you're looking at the main picture it's like <laughs> one is like this crazy like spike and leather like, it almost looks like Predator Boba Fett yeah, it's like Predator <laughs> Boba Fett maybe Mad Max Boba Fett yeah exactly and then the middle one is like almost um, like a royal guard mixed with Boba Fett but with a little bit of something else he's got a tinier faceplate this would uh, this would be the armor that you would recognize if you've ever played Knights of the Old Republic the uh, the Knights of the Old Republic soldiers wear that and a third example is Boba Fett with some like wings on his face kind of yeah oh and a cape yeah does he yeah, have the, a little cape or a little maybe it goes from the waist down he, it, it only goes up to like thing, yeah, yeah he has a little cloth thing alright so but I think it goes over his shoulder anyway that's true it's, it hangs with his wookie pelts Yep. Um, so before we talk about their armor, we just need to know a little bit about what a Mandalorian is, or, or this is a symbol of Mandalorian culture, so what is what is Mandalorian all about? Now, uh, Mandalore is so complicated. Is Mandalore a planet? Mandalore is a planet, but Mandalorian is actually a collective culture of sorts. 
Um, to go through all of their history would be a fruitless effort because for some reason they have made this the most complicated subject in Star Wars no, history. No, we will definitely do an episode on all yeah. of it. But, but briefly... Uh, Mandalorians, known as Mandoa in the Mandoade, or the Children of Mandalore. There's a theme you'll notice, by the way, when talking about Mandalorians, in that you'll be saying the word Manda or Mandalore <laughs> hundreds of times. Um, it, uh, to put it differently... It's actually a collection of species. It started off as a species known as the uh, Sung or the, um, the the Tong. They're like these weird, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're called near humans, but they're nowhere near human. Um, <laughs> they're not nearly human. Not nearly human. Uh, and they became Mandalorians, and they wore armor of the same of similar type. And then eventually, all of those died out. But in their conquest of other planets, they captured humans and other species, and. Uh, while the Tong died out, the rest of them still lived, and they carried on this warrior culture. I was going to say, it seems like a very savage culture that is is Somehow's... not modern in any way. Exactly. I, although, I mean, Boba Fett has a ship and things like that. There are modern sides to it, but they're just, um, it's all about the fighting and the Yeah, it's protection. all about war and fighting and protection and uh, many, many things. Like, so much uh, <laughs> destruction is basically it. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I think the Mandalorians might be one of the dumbest cultures <laughs> in Star Wars history. I mean, like, we've gone through some pretty dumb cultures so far. Uh, but Mandalorians, I mean, they're cool. You know, it's fun to have your power fantasies, I guess. That's what like, it is. It, like, yeah. it's, just, it's just that thing that looks really cool. Yeah, just going around. I mean, like, look at these stupid robots they would fly into battle. Like, Yeah, that's... That's, that's like the most meaningful... They're called the... Um, I don't even know if you see them in any game, but they're like the Basilisk War Droids. Um, but basically, it's just a collective of cultures of species. And they would actually, uh, going back to the armor itself, would wear armor to uh, make it so that they all look the same under each of their things. So the idea was that they would wear armor that had no face visible so that they were all Mandalorians. So going to the history of this armor, I'm going to just read some crazy terms out loud and, and see what you guys think of this. You guys being the fans that we cannot hear. Yes. Um, the first widely recognizable version was the Crusader armor. It was worn by the Mandalorian Crusaders, led by Mandalore the Indomitable. Indomitable. Thank you. During the Great <laughs> Sith War. See, one of our one of our fans spoke up. His name is Marty. <laughs> Corrected yeah. me. Um, then there's Mandalore the Ultimate. It's reign as Mandalore. The Neo Crusader Ar- Crusader armor was designed by Cassus Fett. We're going back with the Fett name. Yep. For use in the Mandalorian Wars, there was the Neo Crusader movement. Um, there were field marshals, rally masters, and then Neo Crusader shock troopers. Um, then there's millennia later the Mandalorian Super Commando armor. Uh, which is now referred to as the Mandalorian Shock Trooper armor. Uh, it was. We'll go into what it is, but just crazy stuff. There's it's waterproof armor weave flight suit. There was a jetpack. There were uh, rocket launchers and flamethrowers, and we're just getting. They're just like turning into a tank, like a walking tank at this point. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then uh, a bunch of other terms: the Galactic Civil War, the Death Watch, colluded with the Black Sun to manufacture the Crusader MK3 armor uh, on Endor. Um, and then the Second Imperial Civil War, there was new Mandalorian armor worn by Hodokar Tess Vevik, and it had a more segmented appearance, um, with maximum coverage and mobility, which some of these you'll see, like I said, it's like a full tank. You look like you cannot move, but nothing could probably destroy you. 
And that's just the the quick brief history that is probably not even worth going into. Um, but it basically evolved over time uh, and went from uh, a very basic armor to this full-on tank thing to, at the end, uh, something that's almost more like a like even more uh, flexible than Boba, what you see Boba Fett wearing. Uh, yes. So it, it, it's all kind of come down a ways, at least. Yeah, exactly. See, um, like, because you start out with these armors that are, like, utterly crazy, and then they get a little simpler, and then a little simpler, and they all look a little bit more wearable, I guess. I feel like, like they, they look like they started more futuristic and then evolved like they they took a step back like they it was all like sleek uh i don't know i guess the neo crusaders kind of like knight like but it's also kind of like robotic looking yeah so it's weird it took it evolved almost not backwards in in function but backwards in style Uh, absolutely it's very it's I, like, I don't know. As it's, it became, it looks more like Boba Fett's and everything. Like towards the end, is more like almost like, like a padded armor that you'd see. I, I don't know. It just it feels like it, it took a step backwards. It did somewhere along the way. I, I think so. I agree. Actually, um, however, they all look good. I'd they say they do. They're all very very cool. Except for I'd say that I think the Neo Crusader looks a little weird. That's the one that looks like it's like a knight. Yeah, it's it's, it's like yeah, it's very. It, it feels like a very knight-like. In you know how sometimes the knights have those, the way that the neck the neck part comes down. Yeah, you know, um, it, it's basically it's very protective of their neck. Um, yeah, it, it's very odd, and I do think I think my real problem with it is actually the uh, the the eyes, like the eye hole thing. Yeah, I think it just looks too tiny, like. You know, it's very pronounced on every other helmet design, I think. Like, Boba Fett's, it goes all the way down to the bottom. Yep. Uh, and that T-shape is the important part of Mandalorian armor, it seems. That's it's the, the defining... Only, yeah, it's the only consistent thing uh, that we see. And the Neo Crusader doesn't really have the T-shape. No. So it has a little bit of it. It has something like it. So, let's talk about the design. Um, throughout the Mandalorian history, three major features remain constant in the design. Uh... And this will prove us wrong right here. Uh, the wearer was protected from the majority of all blaster fire. Armor was made from Mandalorian iron, which could also deflect blaster bolts, made it lightsaber resistant. All right. The second one is the helmets always possessed the T-shaped visor uh, and a sophisticated heads-up display. So they had a little HUD inside. Yes, they did. They if got, you don't, could, you could, yeah, yeah, if you don't know what a HUD is, it's heads-up display. is like when you're playing a video game and you see the... Uh, like your bullet number and your health and your exactly everything that's around you that isn't technically part of the game is your HUD. Yep. Uh, the third thing uh, was Mandalorian warriors decorated their armor to reflect personal accomplishments, clan affiliation, or personal preference. Um, and there's they wore pieces of armor to honor relatives, both dead and alive, and they had colors. The colors, um, this is the color of the armor, had a significant meaning during the Clone Wars. Gray meant. You were mourning a lost love. Um, red meant you were honoring a parent. Black meant justice. Gold meant vengeance. Green meant duty. Blue meant reliability. And orange was a lust for life. See, I love these things. I love this like this color scheme thing. Whenever they present it in fiction, because of one thing. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like, all of that 
Like, that sounds cool. It sounds like... That just means there were, like, three characters that wore three different ones, and the gray one wore yeah. the lost love. But Boba like, Fett's is grayish. Yeah, well, he... Yeah. Was he mourning a lost love? Maybe. I don't know. And that's the thing, is that, like, you know it doesn't matter. You know that that character... He could have eight different colors on his suit, and they could have all of these. It doesn't mean anything. He might have a piece of red, and yeah. it could be that he's honoring his parent. Not that he really had a parent, but... Um, now, Jango Fett's was all gray, so he was mourning a lost love. He was either mourning a lost love, or is there one for he purple? A, he had a little blue was reliability. Red is honoring a parent, so maybe he was brief, a little bit of each, because he's... He's definitely more purple than I thought. Yeah, he's definitely got a lot of purple on him. He's got, like, a purple under thing. Yeah. Uh, I also have to say, um, now, the, um, the only pr- pr- uh, pronounced color on Boba Fett beyond, like, you know, like, the greenish-gray and the gray colors, he has one orange piece of armor, which means that he has a lust for life, which doesn't seem appropriate to his character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, given that his character is basically, I'm a bounty hunter, and I'm going to hunt bounty. Is his orange a little more gold, which is vengeance? Maybe. It could be vengeance. That could make sense. However, his vengeance would have been the Jedi, and he never hunts Jedi. But we, we, his vengeance would be against the Jedi, the guy that pe- the people that killed his father, but he never really actively hunts Jedi. Like, he no. may have, but... No. Yeah, there's other people for that job. That's like, you know, the there are organizations within... The Empire that do that, so it's not like he's been asked by the Empire to do that. There's yeah, the Inquisitors he's, he's, he's for that. He's just a, he's work for hire. Yeah. So, like I said, anytime there's these color schemes, it's not like it matters. They're just coloring the characters like they want to color so, them. So, duty green is duty. That's Boba Fett. That would be it's the his one. I job. Think. However, is his armor actually green or is it just tarnished? Uh, we don't know. His armor is so many different colors, and it's he, so different than any of the other ones we see because the other ones are, are all. Yeah, because everybody else says they look like full suits of armor. Yeah. He's just wearing, like, a top piece, and then, like, he has pants and boots on. Like, yeah, he's just got a lot of... It's like padding. Yeah, he's just... I think he because he's smart enough to realize that he needs mobility over, like, defense. Or I think he lost the uh, the second half of his dad's armor, <laughs> is my other guess. Yeah, his dad uh, definitely has a little bit more than him. Yeah, he's like, I, you know, I don't need the pants. knee pads. Like, he doesn't yep. need the... But he's also got, like, bags on him, and he's got a whole bunch of other things that he needs, I guess. Um, so, Mandalorian, arm, Mandalorian armor was made out of the Mandalorian iron. Uh, uh, Beskar? Beskar, which, which is the, t- the term for it. Um, it's rare and expensive. Uh, so, Boba Fett and Jango opted for less durable mirror materials, like Durasteel or Duraplast. Durasteel and Duraplast, that's the basic material that makes up the uh, clone trooper, the Stormtrooper armor, and probably the Clone Trooper armor. And it sounds like such like a, like a corporate term, like a, like a product name. It, I think it is. I yeah. think it is by a corporation. However, I love it because Durasteel and Duraplast, Duraplast is their excuse for why uh, armor looks like plastic. <laughs> like it, it's basically like, oh, it's plastic as hard as steel. And be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's how that works. And I think we know all this already, but they, um, the Galactic Empire mined most of the best car off of Mandalore, so it was impossible to get. But the Yuzan Vong blasted craters deep into Mandalore that were later found to have opened up several new Beskar mines. Yeah, those damn Yuzan Vong. Yeah, we're um, no, they don't longer exist. So. If there's one thing that we we can be glad about in reviewing the Star Wars universe is that unless we want to talk about how crazy they are, <laughs> we don't have to talk about the Yuzang Vong. 
We don't have to talk about any of this. No, it's true. <laughs> Technically. Technically, yeah, because this is mostly legacy information. I think all the canon side is just like, Mandalorians wore armor. Yeah. <laughs> well, the helmet was the control center. It had all kinds of crazy stuff inside that HUD heads-up display. There was a rangefinder, uh, which could track targets. Uh, a battle computer, which uh, let you wear weapons. <laughs> Uh, and it let you send your weapons uh, verbal commands to use them. Yeah, so you can wear your uh, your missile launchers and your... Uh, it's like, shoot, now. Flamethrowers. Which is pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I, you know, that makes the most sense. But I imagine that some of the older ones didn't have that. I'm sure that's no, relatively no, not recent. And... Um, the, the eye sensor, uh, which gave a 360-degree viewpoint, which is pretty cool. Motion centers, comm link, and the antenna, uh, which... The antenna definitely is a thing. Was not before Boba. Like those old ones don't have antennas. No, that's uh, and that's is that not is that even antenna? Isn't it like a like a targeting? Can't you like move it down in front of your eye and like it does some targeting thing? I don't know. There <laughs> there is the pineal eye sensor, uh, but um, the helmet could also act as an environmental filter system with a two hour reserve tank for breathable air. Of course it could. It was cool. prepared for every inevitability. Yeah. It could do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, well, that's because Boba Fett could do anything. On the you back, know. it prints money. Exactly. That's that's the thing, is that because Boba Fett is Boba Fett, and Boba Fett can do anything because Boba Fett, then that means the Mandalorian armor can do anything because Boba Fett needs it if in the specific situation in whatever story Boba Fett's in. There's one thing it couldn't do, but it's a little pre-Boba Fett. <gasps> Which was uh, what? During the Clone Wars, Jango Fett's death showed a weak point in the armor's design that would later be fixed around 40 ABY with the addition of a gorget or a collar piece to protect the neck from rapid beheadings. Yeah, you see, it, <laughs> you have to realize, that's 40 ABY? That's like 60 years later. That's like 63 years later. Yeah. And so They didn't even fix it. Boba Fett didn't even fix it and he watched his dad get beheaded. I love how they call it rapid beheadings. That's, rapid beheading. To me, that's not like a fast beheading. That's many fast beheadings. Actually, Jango Fett's armor... I, I love the statement also. Uh, the wearer was protected from a majority of all blaster fire and was made lightsaber resistant. Yeah. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett... Jango Fett got his head cut off. Boba Fett... Well, I guess Boba Fett... He did lose to a lightsaber because he got his... Uh, Jetpack cut, didn't yeah. he? Yep, so... But that, I guess that's unrelated. Maybe that wasn't made of... Uh, yeah, that wasn't made of Durasteel. Now, admittedly, I guess Beskar is probably most likely to be... That's the one that's, that's I, yeah. lightsaber resistant. And however, Durasteel is not. Boba Fett took the cheap way out and yeah. used the Duraplast. Dora now, to be fair to Jango Fett and Boba Fett, I'm sure they never thought they would ever fight a Jedi. Like, especially Boba Fett, who would have lived through, you know, the dark times when he would have never met a Jedi, really. I mean, yeah. he probably did. I'm sure that there's hundreds of stories of him meeting Jedi and then, like, winning, I guess. Yeah. But, still, y you wouldn't think that they would, like, Jango Fett would have never thought, oh, you know, I'm a bounty hunter, I'm gonna hunt Jedi, you know? So I'll, I'll give him credit for that. So out of all the different Mandalorian armor, um... Which one? Which what do you, what do you like? What do you think about the evolution of these? Do you prefer like the mid range where it looks like a full tank, where it almost looks like uh, the dark trooper? Do you remember the dark? Yes, troopers? yes, I know what you're like, talking about. That's very close to what some of these look like uh, as the evolution went on. 
Um, they look very stiff, like they can't even move. They, they'd almost just stand there as protection. Um, but then you get to Boba Fett, and it's this really cool armor that we know. And yeah, it doesn't. You know, it comes across as. I think I have to in the end run say I like Boba Fett's armor. Like it's simple. It's it's very very simple. Like and that's all you need. Yeah, and it's it's while it's simple, it's also overly complex in its design where. There's so much going on there. It's it's just like a suit with some padding and some some armor, but it's all different colors. It's all different shapes and everything. And while it's simple, it does look very like homemade. Like he scrapped it together. Unlike some of the earlier versions that look like a like a almost like a Halo character's suit of arms. You know? Exactly. Um, it seems like there's definitely some Halo influence. Yeah, in no, I'm sure because that would have been like like three or four years later um so i would say yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah um and uh honestly I, I really like that uh uh i don't know i think it's just because it's simpler and it doesn't look like a tank yeah uh and i think that because of that it's a lot easier to enjoy i guess like like I could see myself wearing something like that as opposed to say um you know like the Neo Crusader armor which looks uncomfortable and yeah like if it covers anything, it looks like it it looks like it evolved backwards in, in as far as like style goes but it evolved forward as far as uh function and everything but I really think it it's one of the things in Star Wars universe that did improve a ton over time absolutely you know? yeah now I will say that I think um uh I also really like uh what is it Sabine Wren's armor? Which one's Sabine Wren? Sabine Wren is the uh female Mandalorian girl from Rebels. Oh, if okay. I didn't get out her name. We, we didn't know her name. Yeah. But now it's very simple. It's Boba Fetty. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's it's she's, exactly what it should look like. She's more or less it's an oversized helmet. Exactly. Looks, she looks like the dark helmet of <laughs> Yeah. But she she needs to grow into it. She does. Um I will say, though, that if I had to make a choice between wearing Boba Fett's armor and wearing clothing, okay. I would take clothing. Okay. <laughs> but there's a, I have a reason for this. There is a thing, and this is a, a thing I found out mostly through Stormtrooper armor. Oh, wait. We, before we should go before we go into that detail, we should note that Clone Trooper armor is also based off of uh, Mandalorian armor. Yes. Uh, by, by far. It, it's definitely the same sort of thing. Apparently designed by Jango Fett. So you get the T shape. And then they got rid of that. So, not much else to say about that. <laughs> uh, there was jetpack troopers. Yep. Yeah, they looked a little more like Mandalorians. Flame troopers. Flame troopers, yeah. Um, dark troopers. <laughs> dark troopers, yeah. yeah. But they got... Uh, dark troopers were stormtroopers. But anyway, uh, there's a complex uh, that... Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but... When you wear a helmet like that in real life... When you cover your face completely, yeah, it makes you appear less human to somebody you might be in a war with. Okay, and looking less human makes you an easier target to shoot because you don't think about it. It's there's, it's, there's no thought. There's yeah. no either, you don't you don't feel think, anything. You don't that. feel that same way as if you shot a person. Now, of course, you will know it's a person, but because of uh, there's also another thing that says that human beings only can uh, can only uh, have 150 people in their head 
that they can view as people. Okay. Like, like you'll know that there are other people in the world, but only 150 of those, like, you think of as a human as being. As an individual? Yeah. It's just how the brain works. We can't do anything about that. But All that's right. pretty good numbers-wise. But with that in mind, would you rather be fully protected from somebody in a war... Or have the chance that they say, oh, you're a person, I'm not going to shoot you. See, I'm going to... You're... I'll wear the Mandalorian armor, but I'm not wearing that helmet. All right. <laughs> That's my catch. See, I would... I'll, I'll take protection of those, like, rebel armor fights. Now, the other thing is that, let's be real here, none of this armor has any helped, ever helped anybody. There's never a scene in which Boba Fett gets shot, and we see a blaster rifle block off of it. Now, I'm sure there is one in a comic book, or a novel... However, the Stormtrooper armor, which is made of Durasteel, <laughs> never defended against anything. Nothing. So, so I have a solution to your, your, your war dilemma. Yeah. I want to be protected, but I want them to see my face. We need to manufacture clear Doraplast, oh. so it's a clear face, and you can see through it, but it's yeah. still protective. I'm sure you can make it. I'm yeah. sure they have it. I'm sure it's somewhere in Can somewhere. you imagine how creepy that would be? Yeah. It'd be really creepy because if you didn't wear, like, any, like, well, if you wore, like, the Stormtrooper outfit, you'd just be, like, this guy wearing, like, a black, like, skin-tight suit and then, like, arm, like, clear armor around you. <laughs> I'm thinking not even the skin-tight suit. Like, you're wearing your, like, undershirt Yeah, and oh, of course, or... yeah. You're just walking around. <laughs> hey, guys! Emperor's new clothes style. Oh, man. So, um, other, there were a couple other, like, non-Star Wars Uses of the Mandalorian armor. Yes. Have you yes, seen these? I have, actually. Because the one they're very I close. I don't know, but it's very cool. There was a Mega Man character. Mega Man X series. Oh, yes. Vile. He wears almost exactly to a T. I'm going to pull up a picture it of him. It looks play. like Boba Fett with a, with a cannon on his shoulder. Like a purple Boba Fett. Yeah, he's purple Boba Fett. If you, know, if you guys don't know Mega Man X, he's actually the first boss of the game. Um, he's also like a later boss as well, of course. Was Mega Man X the... Uh, it's like the, the one where they came back and did it? It's the Dark Future one for the Super Nintendo, and then oh, later okay. for the PlayStation. No, I'm thinking of a different one. No. Mega Man X is very good, though. Uh, that's the one where he's like a like an adult. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend Mega Man X. Uh, but it, if you... like, It's basically just a regular Mega Man-style character, but with a Boba Fett-style mask, with just that, that, that T. If... He's also a bounty hunter, I should note, story-wise. Um, they went all the way. Yeah, they didn't like they didn't hide it. They they clearly had no ideas and then but um he's really cool. But he's if you a... cover his face and cover that mask, would you say he looks like Boba Fett? Yeah. I mean, well, with the with the body armor? Just cover the mask. Would yeah. the first thing you think is Boba Fett? No, actually, I would think probably Mega Man. Just <laughs> <laughs> But that's what that's how defining that mask is. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Because he looks like, you know, I guess he, he's got a little design influence from a couple other things. Because that, like, orange belly thing, that's clearly design influence from, um, uh, like, the white part with the orange belly. Yeah, yeah. That's clearly, like, um, uh, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. Dragon definitely. Ball Z has that armor. The, the Saiyan armor looks like that. So, I mean, I could see it in the chest a little bit more, but everything after that, he's got the Mega Man boots. Yep. And he's got the Mega Man hands. They got the little, like, gigantic gauntlets and leg pieces. Um, which make them great for toys. Do you know of any other uh, instances where... There's a weird one actually posted on the article itself, on Wikipedia, who is um, a DC character. I want to put that in air quotes. Uh, <laughs> because it's from... Uh, uh, what's, what's it called? 
uh, Kingdom Come. Okay. I believe is what they say. Uh, and Kingdom Come. Oh, no, Elseworlds Kingdom Come. Yep. Okay. Uh, he included many Easter eggs into the artwork by Alex, uh, Alex Ross did. Okay. Um, including uh, one of the Mandalorian style arms that a hero called Peacekeeper, Peacemaker wears. Uh, it's very close. You can actually see it right there. Uh, he's got it an is, open mouth, I think. But yeah, it's Mandalorian with an open mouth, which it's, is well, it's 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 a hundred percent like a white Boba Fett. Yeah, he's definitely Boba Fett. He's got a little bit less like Boba Fett masky like thing going on. Like it's not like it's not perfectly that, but it definitely it, like you nods can look at it and go, it. yeah. Uh, but Peacemaker, like it looks like the weirdest, lamest Boba Fett thing ever. He looks like a Boba Fett toy, it looks like like, like, a, like a knockoff. Yeah, like definitely a fake toy, or like somebody dressed up on Halloween as like a fake Boba Fett. However, I will say that uh, the Elseworlds comic Kingdom Come is about Superman uh, fighting off a new league of superheroes that are all like super jerks. Yeah, and like 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 it's just basically Superman villains versus superheroes, and they're all jerks, and they're all just destroying the world in the process. So, Peacemaker is basically just a background character that they gave a name. Gotcha. Like, there were hundreds of extra, like, superheroes in that, like, that you don't know or don't ever really talk about. Now, all of them are named a la Star Wars, so... Yeah. Uh, like, but you'll never see any of them again. Like, Peacemaker will never make an appearance in Superman and be like, I'm Peacemaker, I'm here to save the day! <laughs> or, I guess Peacemaker sounds like he would be here to save the day. Um, and of course, uh, some other examples, uh, there's a character in the PC and the PlayStation PC game Time Shift who also wears a T-shaped visor and, uh, they, uh, Empire War Forces Corruption, the, the, the Mandalorian militiamen wear a different type of helmet compared to the more common T-visor for some reason. I love that T-visor. That that's the that's, best. That's the thing that actually makes it Mandalorian. All right. And now, we're on to Toy Talk. Toy Talk! Alright. So, Mandalorian armor uh, is not necessarily the, the biggest uh, subject for toys, but there's been a ton of like Mandalorian-style action figures. Most of them just Boba Fett. Um, but they made a... Uh, my favorite one was there was like a concept armor Boba Fett, which was... He was all white. Yes, I remember um, that one. That was really cool. It's, it's not much different... Other, it is a little bit different. His like chest piece is is definitely different, um, but it, it wasn't that much different. There's uh, one of the things we didn't talk about, and they they have made a toy of it. Was the um, the uh, Christmas special Boba Fett, where it was just a little bit different colored. Yeah, but he's different um, colored. He basically looks the same. He's also simpler. He had a, he had a bigger cape and things like that. Yeah. Um, there's a ton of Boba Fett, Jango Fett Halloween costumes. If you want to consider that a toy. Um, the best Boba Fett's were, you know, the, um, uh, who's the company that makes those really great, uh, six scale figures? Uh, Side Hot Toys. This, yeah, exactly. Um, a couple of really cool ones of those, but there's not much as far as Mandalorian armor. No, no, but I mean, like, okay, he, uh, there's a couple of, uh, Mandalorians. Now you see, um, well, there's a set of figures apparently called the Republic Elite Forces okay. that I have right here on Amazon, so these look real. Nice. Um, it's basically just a collection of different random Mandalorian pieces, um, characters, uh, including two, like, stormtroopers, 
like when the guy looks like yeah, yellow Boba Fett, red Boba yeah, Fett, yeah. gray Boba Fett, and two more stormtroopers, um, or clone troopers. Uh, yep, that's like one hundred and sixty-four dollars on uh, right now. So you can get it on Amazon right now for Prime. Um, there's a couple of here's a couple of random examples that maybe are real. Uh, like a hunt, like. Yeah, um, I feel like some of those are are, are custom because there's some really weird random ones. Yep. But they made action figures from like the comic books. They did two packs. Like, uh, yeah. Hasbro did uh, some two pack figure sets, and there were some in there. There's also the Death Watch Troopers, uh, which is uh, they're the bad guys from the cartoon series. Um, that are all Mandalorian. I think They're... Lego nailed the armor pretty well. Lego always got the um, armor well. I actually have a Lego uh, Boba Fett keychain. <laughs> the, uh, the Boba Fett and the Jango Fett were both pretty good. Um, they did a little set of Mandalorian uh, fighters. Yeah, a little Death Watch, uh, a little Death Watch army builder or battle packs or whatever yeah. they're called. Um, and they kept the helmet to it. Sometimes Lego gets a little too big with the helmets because yeah. it's got to go over the head and it has to have the mold and all. They yeah, kept it pretty pretty good. Yeah, it looks right. Um, there's also the Mandalorian Guard Watch. Okay. Or Guard, who looks a little lame. He's not really wearing Mandalorian armor. Because he's missing the helmet. He's got like the chest piece, but the helmet is missing the T. Yeah, but I think that's because uh, that's like a non-combative, like... Uh, peacemaker? Pe- well, maybe. Peacekeeper? Maybe Peacekeeper. There's also this Lego set with a uh, Darth uh, Maulized... Uh, yeah, like it, just basically Mandalorians and Darth Maul's colors. Yeah, with and Darth Maul's sweet legs. Uh, Pre Vizsla, of course, who's a major character in the Clone Wars, has his own action figure uh, with this really weird picture of him. Like with, it almost looks like he has a whip. Yeah, and he has a <laughs> uh, uh, what? What's her name? Is that Ahsoka? Ahsoka Ahsoka Tano uh, in like a whip thing. It's really weird. I, I think that could be just somebody's picture, but. Uh, and there's a, I think there's one of that lady who also is a character. Um, the last thing that I can think of is, it's not so much Mandalorian armor, but that, that symbol of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Do you know, it's like, uh, what would you consider that? It's like almost like a like, stretched skull. Bantha skull? Is that what it is? I think, it's a, I think it's a Bantha skull. But um, I, I, I don't know for sure. But I know it's a skull and it's got like horns and, uh, you see it everywhere not as necessarily the Boba Fett symbol, but as the scum and villainy symbol. That's true. A lot of gaming uses that. Uh, you know, that's like the um, that's the symbol that they use in all of the fantasy flight things. Yep. To represent uh, somebody who isn't, you know, a, a, like who isn't an Empire character or a Rebel character. Uh, Star Wars, uh, the X Wing miniatures uses them. Yep. Uh, uses that symbol. Imperial Assault uses that. And I guess the role-playing game probably uses Everything that. uses that. Yeah. So, uh, not quite a toy, but this is a novel. Do you know there was a novel called The Mandalorian Armor? Yes, I I don't know much about it. It I've... was in the Bounty Hunter Wars. This was yeah, like, like 1998. Um, and I probably owned this because I had a whole bunch of those and never wound up reading them, but I just kind of kept them on my shelf for a while. But it's a story about Boba Fett is trapped shortly after Boba Fett's uh, Job of the Hutt's barge is destroyed and flashes back to when the Bounty Hunters Guild still existed. Bounty Hunters Guild must have been like the time of times of being a Bounty Hunter. I can imagine you go to like, there's gotta be like a pool table. Oh man, that sounds awesome. You're hanging out with some Dangar. Oh, it begins with Dangar searching through the wreckage of the sail barge. 
looking for anything of value. So Dengar is trash picking essentially the 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 wreckage of Java's sail barge. Now was this before or after he got married? Um, oh, good question. Probably after. He's probably divorced by then. Yeah. Um, he sees the Sarlacc is dead, and there's a survivor, and it's Boba Fett. So this is the story of Boba Fett's uh, uh, surviving the Sarlacc pit, which is one of those things that I think is hotly contested of whether he died in there or didn't. Um, and then the rest of it is when Boba Fett is a freelance bounty hunter at odds with the bounty hunters guild, so he doesn't like the the pool table and. Yeah, he doesn't like the pool table and the uh, uh, foosball table. I imagine they also have next I'm to it. I'm sure, and I have a Star Wars foosball table, so I'm sure they have like a me foosball table. Yeah, maybe <laughs> they have normal soccer players. Um, by the way, the Mandalorian symbol is the Mythosaur. 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 It's called the Mythosaur. That's like the worst name ever. It is the worst name ever, and that's why I wanted to mention it. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'd ever get a chance, but yes. And that's it for toys. That's it for novels. So yes, that's it's the time end of for a... our final cue. Final cue. Yes. All right. And the final question is: If you were wearing Mandalorian armor of any sort, what would you do to it, and what would you add to it, and what would you do to make it your own? So I would probably uh, first thing I would do is I would go with the more modern. Um, versions. Me too, actually. Um, it would definitely be along the lines of Boba Fett, but I would up it 40 years ABY and protect my neck from rapid beheadings. <laughs> yes, rapid beheadings. <laughs> um, it's a huge problem. So, I would take a step back to that initial uh, the Crusader version, and they had that part that you know covered their entire neck. Um, so, protecting the neck... Uh, the T-shaped visor with, with um, my awesome, awesome heads-up display, probably with a little bit of Google Glass in there so I could, you know, browse the web and stuff, you know, while I'm out there uh, surviving and bounty hunting and whatever else the Mandalorians do to not be like the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, I would have to pick some color. Uh, the colors that I would choose... Uh, I'm not mourning a lost love, so I'm fine with that. So it's not going to be gray. Honoring a parent? No. My, I'm, we're not getting along right now, so I'm not going to be honoring my parents. <laughs> so it will not be red. Black is for justice. Gold is for vengeance. I feel like those two go at odds, so it would be really cool to be black and gold. Black and gold? So you just don't know. Well, justice and vengeance, what that would mean is that you're a character... You're like, like my, a, I, I'm, I'm trying to get back at somebody, but for the right reasons. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you're like, you're that makes you a superhero. You, you are avenging the people of the, the, the downtrodden while serving out justice. Does like, you make me like chaotic good. Yeah, that makes you chaotic good by, <laughs> for by far. <laughs> if to put it in D and D terms, yes. <laughs> so I would be black and gold. But I have to have some orange in there because I do have a lust for life, and I yeah. I need people to know that so they don't kill me. Uh, and that would be probably on my clear <laughs> clear helmet. helmet. Would probably have like a like a a fringe of orange around the neck, so it's like my lust for life means don't behead me. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. I need a little cape too. Oh yes, yes. I I have to agree with you. I'm gonna have the cape. I want to ride my shoulder like Boba Fett. I'm gonna go with Boba Fett style armor. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna like make like two pieces of metal. To like here <laughs> and like on, my, on the sides of my neck. It doesn't need to be 40 ABY. I'm just going to do it anyway. 
I'm going to wear this defensive thing um, because I'm afraid that I will get my head be chopped and I don't want to lose the uh, the gathering. Yeah. Um, and uh, my armor is probably going to be mostly orange to represent my lust for life because okay. that means something. Uh, but it's going to be a little bit of black for vengeance. Oh, no. For justice. Okay. Um, maybe a little bit of gold for vengeance. Uh, but I'm only going to have so many. Like, I'm going to have one black piece, one orange piece on each shoulder. And I want, like... Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe red to honor a parent. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe. That's nice. Um, I'm not going to wear any leg pieces. I'm going to keep like Boba Fett. I'm going to have like maybe boots. I'm going to put a jetpack on, but I want it to be made out of cortosis and magic, so that it never breaks. So that they don't cut in half of the lightsaber. Yeah, so that it doesn't like because it doesn't like to be over. And I think I'm going to take a note from a uh, vial from the Mega Man X series and just put a chain gun on the side of my shoulder. Ooh, that's a good idea. And then maybe have a flamethrower in my wrist gauntlet. Very cool. Um, I think uh, I would love to see like a game of just the Mandalorian battles. Like it should just, be like a, just like a gladiator pit. Yeah, of, just like, like thrown into the arena. Like you decorate your armor. Yeah. You choose your weapons and what you have. And then it's first person from your heads up display. You decorate what's on your HUD, yeah, uh, and what you can you can, uh, and that can be upgraded so you find out more and more stats about things and 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 your environment and all. And, and it's just straight up just battling. You can have armor. You have your weapons built in. Like you you have like you have like a gun in your hand, but you also have like you can move your wrist and shoot a missile or exactly chain, my chain gun shoulder. I would love to play that game. I would too. Um, it's close to Halo. Yeah. But not no cigar. It's not what I'm thinking of. I want a, just a gladiator pit, like just like a circular pit, and you just give me a whole bunch of like. I don't want any things. story. That's my yeah. whole thing. I just want. Just I just, the no, I agree, because if it's just like you just send a bunch of robots into a pit not wearing Mandalorian armor, I'd be happy. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Oh, right. you know, it should have that mechanic where it's. Um, there's a game, uh, Rogue Legacy, where every time you die, your child takes over. Oh wow! Takes over the quest. So it's um, and it's just every randomly time you're named. rapidly beheaded. Your child takes over. Yeah, your child takes over. <laughs> so that you're always wearing the same armor, but every every game you have a different named character because. So is that how they just get around like death? Like yeah. you don't want to die, but because you don't want to lose your name. Well, you want to be human still in the uh, fightings, but you want to be able to be the same character every time. So if you wanted to have a story element to it, it would be like, you know, you would pick your last name, and then your na- your first name would always be random and be like Cassius or Billy Bob or interesting. Uh, Alright, well I think that's it for, for Mandalorian Armor. I think it is too. Yeah. Um It's it's still cool. It's still very cool. We didn't unveil anything too terrible about it, except for it had some silly roots. It does have some very silly roots. Some silly backstory. Yes, yes it does. But uh it's it's still just the thing it set out to be is something that just looks really cool. Absolutely. And uh Yeah. So uh go to our Patreon. Follow us on iTunes, send us a review, the usual stuff. Look for Fruitless Retreats on Patreon, I should say. We're part of a collective. And uh, um, wear your Mandalorian armor proudly. Yes, very much so. And uh, we'll be back next time where we review something somehow less important. I'm Marty Cobb. Jason Tagmar. Have a good night. Yeah.